on your uh, uh, major on the agricultural thing? Um, so I came in like undeclared, but under the College of Agriculture and Environmental Science. Why? Well, when I was applying to schools, it was like Davis wasn't really a choice for me or it wasn't. It was just like I had to apply to this UCs. Thing is too bright. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. I had to apply to like four UCs because of this program that I was in. What program? It was called College Match. And it was basically like um, starting junior year, I was like, it was for like low income students and we had to apply like mm. low income, high achieving students. Yeah. And then like um, they gave us like free SAT classes and like a counselor. So it was like outside of high school or like outside of our school. Yeah. And they paid for all of our um, applications, which was really cool. Mm. And so we had to apply to four UCs. And what about the fee waiver? Um, well, there was that, but like for the public, for the private schools. Oh, yeah. yeah. You might have qualified for that fee waiver either way. Uh, but anyhow, you were in the program and they forced you and that's why you chose Davis. Yeah. And they also, well, the other, they also like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, they didn't force me to choose Davis, but I was like, I've, I took like AP environmental science in like the 10th grade and I was like super interested in it mm -hmm. and it was really fun. So like, and I've, and, um, I, I'm vegan. So like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, wait, what? what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, there's, I'm surrounded by nothing but vegans. In fact, <laughs> my, my space food thing that I eat, oh, I, I don't know if I showed you, but my space food, I drink most of my food. And my space food Your is space food. I Wait, just call drink, it space food because it I drink it. Is it the Soylent thing? Well, you know, I don't promote any companies, you know, on my thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going <laughs> to confirm or deny. <laughs> Let's just call it space food. All right. Okay. My space food is a vegan drink. And uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm a half <laughs> vegan. I'm vegan. I only pay for vegan food. And then all the rest, it's either if I forget it. At home, I forget mm -hmm. to mix up a little, whip up a little, whatever, or I uh, somebody wants to treat me, you know. <laughs> then you'll eat meat. Then I'll eat, you know, I'll eat whatever is there. Yeah, yeah, I'm not against meat. That's yeah, the yeah. difference between me and you uh, as a true vegan, is that I just happen to be eating vegan, mm -hmm. but I'm not against other diets. Yeah. But I don't hate on it. I was just being dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Is that why you were interested in the AP class or the Davis or um, the what, what? Well, I took the AP class just because, like, just to take it. Like, I don't know. Everyone was taking it. It was either that or regular chemistry. Mm -hmm. So I took that, and then um, I live like next to a community garden, mm. and so like I've had that all my life, and like farming or like just growing my own things was something that. I've always been interested in. And so I was like, okay, whatever, like agriculture and environment, that sounds super cool. Or like maybe that can be a backup or. Yeah. So, and since I wasn't really like interested in Davis, I didn't really like go through all of the majors and stuff. And I was like, I'll just um, be undeclared. So. But you want to be in that school because of your um, interest in like growing your own food and things of that nature. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so I was thinking of doing international agricultural development because I'm trying to get out of the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You don't love the United States? 
I love what it's done for me, but kind of is exhausted. <laughs> I just want to get out. I don't even want to go into that. I, I can only imagine <laughs> what it's like. Are you saying it's exhausting just it, like in your personal life, or you're saying it has something to do with agriculture that that's exhausting about it? That oh, in my personal life. Okay. I, yeah. And then I feel like agriculture is a good way to like branch out to different countries because like that's a really big problem in a lot. How so? Just with like growing sustainable population. agriculture and like poverty and I don't know. I just want to help somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like, I'm, I always wonder what is the most efficient way to feed people? Mm-hmm. Is it something like, like a combination of factory farm? Like is factory farming stuff really necessary? Yeah. Or if everyone did farm, would it really be enough to feed them? Mm-hmm. Because you do need some expertise. You do need some people who are like really good at just one thing um, to get the best product in any area, mm-hmm. including agriculture. But how much do they really contribute? Like, I, I mean, you could look at stuff like developing pesticides. If if individuals would not be able to develop that. Yeah. And a large reason why we have as many crops as we have is because that's, you know, Certain mm-hmm. companies spend their time and energy developing these things. However, there are things that individuals can provide for themselves, like, you know, tomato, kale, mm-hmm. whatever. There, there are certain, like, I always wonder what that limit is. What's the right ratio? Yeah, I feel like you're right about the, um, like, we need experts and everything, but, like, our systems and, like, the food industries have gotten to the point where, like, that none of that matters anymore. Like, it's seriously all about money. And, like, have you watched a lot of, like... Um, documentaries? Yeah. No, that? I try to stay away from those fucking documentaries. <laughs> because I, so I don't want to be brainwashed. The truth of the matter is this. Uh, okay, that's being dramatic, of course. I'm not saying every documentary will brainwash you. Mm-hmm. That That's... All right. Is it brainwashing you or just showing you things? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm getting at. I do... Th- I, I strongly agree mm-hmm. that, um, you know, facts are presented in various documentaries, probably most of them, if not all of them, right? But you have to also acknowledge that there is a leaning to almost every documentary. Definitely. The dark side of documentaries, the yeah. emotional tugging, the, the media language mastery mm-hmm. um, is also a big factor and uh the last i don't even know the last big one that i saw but after a while i really st- I, I feel the same way that i feel when i watch um just like performance news mm-hmm. where it's like these guys aren't really interested in really convincing me through through reasoning they're they're kind of using these mental tricks on me and i don't like that mm-hmm. that's also what i want to get at <laughs> <laughs> but that's true everywhere. There's too much. Yeah, but you can't just... get away from the psychological manipulation. Damn, I'll try. <laughs> I'm going to. But then try. again, what the fuck do I know? Maybe, maybe you can. Maybe that's how deep in the hole I truly am. Because I'm kind of leaning in the opposite direction. I, I, I think I would want to travel, mm-hmm. but not yet. I kind of want to stay in the United States for a minute, maybe a year or two, Mm -hmm. and then uh, branch out and 
figure out whatever I'm going to do. But that's me. Yeah. I mean, in fact, I'm not even clear whether or not I can leave the United States right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a passport. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been out of the U.S. I'm trying to get out. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's cool. So eventually, let's get back to Davis. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm going to orientation soon. Uh, eventually, you were able to put together your schedule. Yeah. How did you do that? With advi- did you seek your own advising after the thing, or you just said "fuck it" and did it on your own? Um. So we had like a um, an advising course where they're just introducing all of the um, websites that we had to use. Yeah. And then we had like forty minutes to work on that, or like around there. Hmm. while people were like um while like in table groups while there was like an advisor or like someone from the dean's office or something like that yeah who was helping and um and this is within your major everyone in your group um, or within your college or it's just everybody so it was like 300 people in orientation and we broke we were broken off into groups of like eight and so but in that in that room, there was like forty people, or like more. There's a lot of people. It was okay. full. It was like one of the multi-purpose rooms, hmm. and they just filled that. But um, multi-purpose room isn't every room a multi-purpose room? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually really yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so uh, like literally every single person felt like they did not get any like as much help as they needed, and even like. So the orientation thing ended at, like, 9 because they had this thing called rec, which is where, like, all the clubs and, like, sports were at the um, the field. Mm-hmm. And they were just, like, showing, like, advertising their clubs and stuff. And that was at, like, 9.30, 10. In the morning? No, at night. Wow. So, and then after that, everyone, like, went back to their dorms and, like, um, you would see, like, at the halls in the windows of like the study rooms like people are just in there working on their schedules and then like um on the facebook group chats um you know how like they're like official like freshmen yeah 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 people were like oh yeah like i made several different schedules just in case so like that freaked people out for like (laughs) yesterday so they're like oh my god i need to make seven schedules like so, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You make a schedule, then okay. then how do you make that your actual? Or okay. Does that do you get to register at the thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yesterday was when they introduced everything to us, but we didn't actually register for our schedules um, until today at four, exactly at four p.m. So yes, between like that time where they introduced it to us to four p.m. was when we had to figure out like what we wanted it to look like like we would um we were able to like have like practice schedules sort of Mm. and then so it was just really hard because there was or like our orientation is um it's one of like the last ones yeah so like people have already filled up some spaces yeah so a lot of the spaces like was like five open like (laughs) 300 people oh my god so everyone's freaking out like not worried they're gonna get a lot of like they're not gonna get the classes that they need yeah um, so like, it was just a lot of, it was just stress. I don't know. And yeah. then, Oof. yeah. So, what was I saying? 
You guys have a pretty early orientation, I thought, but I guess that was the last one, which means it's even earlier than... Yeah, we're like the second to last one. (laughs) Wow. Imagine the last person in the last group. I know, I feel bad. My roommate actually, like, didn't get any of the classes that she needed. Oh. So now she's just taking a bunch of GEs and is waitlisted for the ones that she needed. (laughs) Waitlisted. She's kind of freaking out, but... Uh, it sucks but it's also pretty funny yeah and then everyone was complaining (laughs) because like um they said online that the day of your orientation didn't affect your chances at registration or like for classes Hmm. because someone had asked like oh like won't there be less spaces and they're like oh no it's fine but it does (laughs) yeah but it does it totally does so snaked for real. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, well, that gives me no hope because mine, like I said, is like a month from now. So, uh, Maybe it'll but be but different I, for you. yeah, that's the thing. I probably won't be signing up for the same classes as freshmen. But then again, I yeah. might, depending on. How I mean, I think it's it. the same, like, like demand or something like that. The same way, like the schedule builders and stuff, and like online yeah. registration. Speaking of the schedule builder, yeah. What is the pass one, pass two? What is this matter? Okay, so pass one is. Remember how I said like we registered four o'clock today? Yeah. So that's pass one. Mm. So pass one is the time that registration is open, and then honestly, like it was so confusing. But pass two means is, you pretty much missed it. <laughs> yeah it's like your second chance but it's like a month away and like it's when you get to like switch out classes or like waitlist for them yeah and like just make any last minute changes but yeah what it sounds like is if you miss pass one you're you get passed up yeah That's for it. real the no, school it's not passes even- you up it's like seriously we were okay so when we were all like at four o'clock we were all in like a big lecture room yeah and then, like, like at 3.30, we... No, we came into the room at, like, 3.30. Or, like, 3. And then, like, for the hour, we were just all like, oh, my God, like, 4 o'clock is coming. And so, like, fixing our schedules, like, the advisors were going around helping everyone. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, a countdown, like... <laughs> so, like, once you had all of your... The classes that you wanted, you just have to, like, click register all at exactly 4. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we are just all waiting and then, like, it was intense. It wasn't intense, but I was scared. My heart was beating. I don't even know why. I was like, why am I scared right now? Wait a minute. So you say register them all at four or at four, do you have to press the button as fast as possible? Exactly. You have to press the button as fast as possible. <laughs> and that's why my, that's why my roommate, <laughs> yeah, that's why my roommate, like she was telling me that like, she was like, a voice in my head was telling me to pause before I pressed it, and that's why I didn't get any of the classes that I wanted. That's there's probably some truth to that. Maybe yeah. not the voice in her head. Yeah, but. because I I pressed it pretty fast, honestly, and I got everything. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> and if you press it at if you press it at three fifty nine, I'm sure it doesn't go through. Mm-hmm. And then the time where your finger is lifting up, a hundred people could have exactly. pressed it. Exactly. <laughs> That's madness. This, that's really not was. a civil way of... I mean, well, it is civil, but it's, it's there's got to be a better way to run the system. Mm-hmm. But whatever. At least, I'm just trying to kind of get a scoop on all of this before it happens to me. Yeah. But it seems like 
it really comes down to your uh, finger muscles. Mm-hmm. That's what determines your destiny. And then, like, it was hard because a lot of the classes that I wanted to take, like, um, they weren't even open. Yeah. They weren't even, yeah. Mm. Or, like, sometimes I would, like, search classes and it wouldn't even, like, appear. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, they might not, they might not be offered in this period or they mm-hmm. might already be filled. Ugh. Well, that's good. At least you made it to college. <laughs> uh, yeah. On every level, there's just like a new set of issues you have to deal with. Exactly. But they are, you have to admit, it is kind of funny. That that's like a serious problem. Because it is serious. Like if you don't get your classes, it can cost you a lot of money because it can postpone your it can postpone your graduation. Yeah. But it's kind of ridiculous that it boils down to you your finger muscles. I know. <laughs> like that's- that also made me mad about the math placement test because I'm a slacker. Like <laughs> you tell me to do something, like or I'm gonna change that or I'm gonna try to, but like you tell me to do something. Do I'm it. Gonna do it the night before. <laughs> So the math placement test, like, I literally, it was like two o'clock in the morning and like the deadline was like six in the morning. Mm, it's online? Yeah, it was online. Why would the deadline be six in the morning? And it was like a month ago and I was like at home and I was like, eh, this isn't going to count for anything. And like, <laughs> now I have to take pre-calculus when I was taking freaking IB and AP like cl- calculus class because I did so bad in my placement test. But that's what I deserve, so whatever. Oh, you didn't take the AP test? Or does it, um, does it not matter? I Did I take? I bombed the AP test. Oh, got you. Yeah. But I thought it'd be... Well, I'm enrolled in pre-calculus. But like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But that was based on my score on that placement test. Mm-hmm. And I did super bad on the placement test. Maybe you can like appeal it or something. You can Okay. She's like, it's super strict. So, okay. <laughs> it's uh, good to know. The way math is taught in this country sucks. Yeah. In my personal opinion. <laughs> Not that you asked. I just think that, like, <laughs> our whole, we're just behind. Well, in my view, it should be taught more like an art. Like, you think it's too. Yeah. I think that you should. You should be allowed to study the thing that you're the most attracted to and then build from there. Mm-hmm. You should be exposed to a lot of shit and then whatever you kind of gravitate toward already, mm-hmm. then start from there and build from there. Like you can learn most algebra through geometry. If you're attracted to it, you know, and you yeah. really want to get into the weeds. But if you don't, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but that's the hard thing because like individual, like individualization yeah and and also there's there's like teaching the test and like yeah looking for how do you standardize that or like well well what maybe standardizing stuff exactly. is the problem mm-hmm. maybe instead what you should do is have people who are real you know real chefs in the area real people who like <laughs> who understand and have them be the judge of whether or not someone has aptitude mm-hmm or qualifies or whatever, or have them do projects or things, things of that nature, write a paper, 
yeah. where there's a lot more ways you can demonstrate understanding than just you know solving a specific type of problem using a specific method. It's not. It's people don't even see the connect. It's one thing. Like you know, I like doing what might be called at a future time applied math, mm-hmm. where there's a situation in real life and you mathematize it. You 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 show how these relationships in the math world are relevant in this specific situation. Yeah. Um, I, I, the easiest example is position, speed, and acceleration. Mm-hmm. Right, you're seeing something move, and there are math terms that kind of are perfect perfect fits for talking about motion. Um, just doing applied math projects, I think, would be much better. That's what r- word problems are, kind of. Yeah. And real life, that's how math shows up. It's more like a word problem than anything else. It's like, okay, Jimmy's climbing a tree. <laughs> you know? A lot of, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and, that, and that's like the, the hardest, scariest thing is actually an opportunity for the most creativity, but it's not a part of our culture to mm-hmm. see it that way, mm-hmm. I think. But then yeah. again, you know, I need to fucking pass linear algebra <laughs> 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 again. <laughs> uh, anyhow, that's a whole discussion. But um, okay, is there any other orientation-related question? I, I, I feel like this is an opportunity for me to really yeah, get through it. orientation without actually getting through it, mm-hmm. or at least go in like a pro and just know who to. <laughs> go to yeah also super tiring like why you guys are walking around we running laps around so much like so <laughs> we checked in at tercero and i don't even know where that is well what is that you're like across the street from tercero. Tercero? Are you? i don't know you mean the arc no, no no it's the residence hall or like they're one of the residence halls like the newer ones so it's like um oh i think i know where it is it's where the cows are? Okay, I know where the cows are. Yeah, I know where the cows are. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'd have to walk from there to Mandavi Center. Okay. And then, like, we'd also walk, like, to different, like, buildings near. Why? Um, For more and more presentations? Yeah. Did you guys have we speakers? Did so many. Pre- yes, so many. But it was a lot of, like, they were good. They were, like, um, today we had, like, such... Um, sexual violence and like um some like presentations and like safety and like the fire department the police department um and then but yesterday was a lot of like introductory things like what to expect blah 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 but um there is a large focus on like being a good person here Hmm. and like like a very big focus on that okay I see why you might feel like that is a waste of time when compared to scheduling stuff. <laughs> However, I mean, I think yeah, I think it's definitely important, but for me it was because you're already a great person. <laughs> no. You know what? You need to be sitting in those seminars then. <laughs> well, I'm not I didn't say that, but I don't know. It was like there's one part it was funny like to me and my friends because or like not my friends, but or, yeah, my, I guess we're, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, but we were like, <laughs> uh, okay. So they're like, it was a presentation, and they were like, has anyone heard of the golden rule? <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, like, no, 
course we have. But anyways. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. I think there's some version of the golden rule. I don't know what they call it. The something oh, else rule. Silver. The platinum rule. The platinum. The platinum rule. You know, I was gonna like. When they introduced the platinum rule, I thought it was like, um, because they hold that like to a high standard or like not to a high standard or like they, they like the platinum rule, but I was like, I saw some flaws with it or like, I didn't see, I was like, hmm. just to be clear, what is the platinum rule? Okay. So the golden rule is treat others the way like they want to be treated. Right? No, I think that's the platinum. No. I think oh, the yeah, golden that is, is treat wait. them the way that. You, you want, want to be treated. The gold. Yeah, that's the gold. And the platinum is the way that they want to be treated. Yeah. But then I saw like, I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, the golden versus the platinum? I, or that's just great, the platinum. Just the platinum. Yeah, just okay. the platinum. Um, well, first of all, I think the platinum rule is the dome rule. Treat others the way that they want to be treated. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. This is just as a newbie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which isn't a bad thing, but... Um, I I think that it's um, both of them. I think that what I try to do is closer to the platinum rule. But um, but I feel that uh, I might not always abide by it if the way they want to be treated for, for some weird reason disagrees with, with whatever I think is correct. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, the less prejudiced I am, the closer I'll, I'll approach the true platinum rule. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of those rules are kind of like iffy to me. What's iffy about the platinum rule? Since you wanted to focus on it, I assume you have something <laughs> to say about it. I'm trying to form it in my head. like. Yeah, no, take your time. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, what if the way that they want to be treated isn't the what's best for them? Or like what it, it's just all very um, subjective, I think. Or like, I don't know, but like, yeah, I think the way that I interact with people is like, I don't know. I don't really think about what I don't, I just don't like the idea of like doing something with, because you think that that's what they want. Hmm. Well, what if you know that that's what they want? Well, I think that you should do everything for yourself. Oh, interesting. So, but um, that doesn't mean you're going to be an asshole. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to be an asshole. So, but I don't know. Well, I mean that in the most like genuine way. Like, I don't know. I I think this is the heart at all of this, um, heart of all of this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so for both of them it it depends on something um that the person wants that somebody wants yeah but there might be some underlying like reality Mm -hmm. where it that doesn't depend on what they want Mm -hmm. so um i'm trying to think of those this whole time i've been trying to think of examples and i can't so um yeah me too i because like Okay. When you take it's different, like when you take it in the context of like a relationship, like what does everyone want? They want to be loved and accepted and like respect. 
I don't know. Huh. That's hard. Here's here's a situation. Um, okay. You can be in a state. You can be in a state of mind where what you want isn't really what you want. So okay. So here's uh, here here's what I mean. Like it's Let, what you may think you want. Yeah, like, yeah, but it's really not what you truly want. Yeah. So it, so maybe you could be resp- here's a better one. Maybe you could be responding to a short term want. Mm-hmm. But really, you should be responding to a long-term desire, a long-term goal. Yeah. So in the short term, this person wants this. Yeah. But in the long term, they want something that goes against that. And they've already expressed that to you. So there's a conflict between the two things that they want. One of them is short-term, one of them is long-term. Let's take it for, for this scenario. Let's say they've clearly expressed that they want something in the long term. And then at a later time, they come up to you and make this short-term desire thing that's the opposite of that. Yeah. So then you could say, well, remember you told me that this was going to happen and that you wanted me to treat you that way Mm -hmm. according to aligning with the long-term desire. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to treat you, you know, Mm -hmm. in the way that you're asking for in the short term. So basically in summary, people can want two things. Yeah. And then you'd have to choose. Mm -hmm. And in that case, I think it might make more sense to choose the long-term. But then somebody else could come up and say, no, it makes more sense to choose the short term. Yeah. And in that case, you'd be using the golden rule and not the platinum. Even though you're trying to use the platinum rule, you'd have to use the golden rule in order to use the platinum rule. You would have to consider what you want Mm -hmm. in order to consider which of those two wants you're going to respond to. Yeah. I also think like, how does one person know what they want? Right. Yeah. I don't even know. How do you know? Yeah. Hmm. And uh, I'm gonna bring up. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up something from my old philosophy class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think L.A. Paul. I think their name was Lori Paul, but they wrote a book on transformative experiences that I've been talking about for the last th- two, two or three months um, to everyone who's known me. But um, it's a really interesting idea, transformative experiences, and here it is. Mm-hmm. Let's say you eat some dish that you like, some food. Yeah. And then you go back again and you see that food. You know that you will like that dish if you liked it. I don't know if I said you like it. You eat it and you like it. Mm-hmm. Second time you see it, you'll know you liked it because you've already had that experience. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing something new, you don't know that you're going to like it. If you've right. never had the experience. Yeah. All you can know is that you want to find out whether or not you're going to like it. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, it's, it, oh man, I forgot the connection, but we were talking about wants. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, we were not talking, knowing, like, not what knowing you what you want. want. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. The connection is whenever you're having a transformative experience or the experience of the type where you don't really know what it's going to be like, um, you can't really know what you want except that you want the experience of doing something new. That's the only thing you actually know mm-hmm. is that it's going to be new. But the fact that it's new tells you nothing about the quality of the experience. Right. It could be new and good. It could be new and bad. It could be new and okay. Mm-hmm. But the only thing consistent about those three is that it's new. You don't know what it is. So, um, But also, the thing about transformative experiences is, is the more you do them, the more you can make normal, rational decisions. The more you can say, I do want that because I have, I've had experience. Mm-hmm. So 
on one hand, in order to do them, you have to do stuff without knowing whether or not you're going to actually want the experience. Right. And the second hand is the more you do that, the more you'll know whether or not you want the experience because mm-hmm. you'll have more things, more experiences in your arsenal. Exactly. Because, yeah. No, yeah. So how do you know what you want when you don't even know like what else is there is? <laughs> right. <laughs> you never know what you're missing out on. Exactly. <laughs> but you know you have to miss out on most experiences. Mm-hmm. Like I have to choose what I want from what I have been, or like what I've, yeah, dang. But, I mean, you don't have to confuse yourself. Just do whatever you feel makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> to get past the abstract. I mean, to bring it back down to earth. Mm. Um, I'll just be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just be nice. Or, here's the best thing, the iterative model, where you do something and then you just correct if it's wrong. Yeah. So you don't have to be right. You mm-hmm. just have to be fast at correcting, or you just have to be committed to correcting, and then eventually you will be right. So you can always take that approach, kind of like the engineering approach to life. Treat somebody the way you think they want to be treated and then ask them, hey, is this how you want to be treated? Yeah. And then based on their response, then, you know, do that. Oh, here's another example. If somebody wants you to do like stuff you don't want to do. Yeah. Then in that sense, you can't treat them the way you want to be or they want to be treated. Like, uh, if somebody says, um, okay, I want you to bow to me, you know, when you see me, <laughs> like, then that is how they want to be treated. <laughs> yeah, that is how they want to be treated. But you can't just right off the bat. Yeah. You should consider how you want to be treated and consider how they want to be treated and consider your life experience and then make a decision based on everything you know. Don't just treat somebody how you think or they think or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not realistic. But of course, you're not supposed to take the saying literally. Yeah. You're supposed to just say, okay, consider them <laughs> yeah. not just yourself. That's the whole point of the saying. Exactly. Regardless of what you want. So here's a want-related question. Mm-hmm. What do you think is like a good life to you? Let's say you're a grandma or whatever. You're 80-something. <laughs> looking back at your life and you're like, damn, that was a good life. Uh, what do you think would be there? Um... I think it would be, I think traveling is very important to me. Mm. So like. By the way, where do you want to travel? Um, I'm interested in like, so I'm half Vietnamese. Okay. And I have family there and like, I definitely want to live there one day. Mm. Or like, that's my ultimate goal. Mm. Even if I'm younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't know. I think when I see myself in the future, like my dream, I see myself alone. Hmm. But like not alone. I don't. uh, Why? Like, I don't know. It's just really hard for me not to connect with people, but to like, I've just realized that like I am alone. Like, everyone's alone. We all have our own, like, we're all going through stuff. And, like, I can never rely on one person. Or that, I don't know. Maybe that's, like, super dramatic and, like... No, I mean, if it's honest, it's the right amount of drama. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel like I could never count on anyone but myself. 
And so, like, a good life to me would be, like, one where I'm just, like, spoiling myself. Mm. Just, like... Spoiling yourself with what? With experience, with, like, meeting new people and, like, just, like, taking in, like, everything that's so beautiful to me. Yeah. And, like, finding the beauty in, like, everything. Like, I don't want to, like, settle down in, like, the U.S., or, like, I don't want to, like, live anywhere. I don't know. I don't like the idea of settling somewhere. So. Hmm. Yeah, you have a nomadic spirit. Yeah, I guess. And by spirit, I mean just, you know, the word spirit. I don't mean literally spirits. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't try to <laughs> yeah. corner me with that one. But I think, ultimately, it's just, like, it involves a lot of animals and plants and people. And just, like, uh, just super grounded. I don't know. I hope that I remain like that. So you want to live in a dome with no domies? <laughs> no, I don't mind domies. I'd love to have a bunch of domies. No, you want to be alone. You want to be alone on a farm. <laughs> no, I love people. I love people. Walking around. You can walk around barefoot here. Nobody cares. Yeah, I will. You can live the dream. It's not Vietnam, but... I was know. walking around barefoot during orientation. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, wow. What a rebel. No, it's just hot. <laughs> My feet. Uh, it is a little odd that you want to be alone, but at the same time, it can be really empowering, especially if you feel like the way I used to feel, which is that people let me down and that I really couldn't get anything done unless mm -hmm. I took charge of something completely and just dusted everything else off the table. <laughs> mm -hmm. But... That'll be interesting. It'll it, it'll be interesting for you to see if, if that changes no, in I the future, or maybe yeah. maybe do some homework or reflection on yeah. why that idea has formed. Yeah, I definitely think it will change, and it's like, it's not that I like, want to be alone, but like, I've ex not accepted it, but like, that's kind of my reality. Yeah, you're an independent person, and like, I, I love like other people and like I don't know I think I get it's because like I get very attached to people yeah like I don't know it's weird hmm. anyway <laughs> yeah no I think that's I think that's a normal um mindset to have yeah definitely I think it's a normal mindset to have for people who are like my age and younger and haven't really you know, made their mark and yeah. are going in the direction that maybe the people around them are not willing to or are not able to support them in. Mm -hmm. Like anytime you're trying to do something different, you really realize pretty quickly like, oh, there aren't too many people in my network that are like, yeah. they can help me out here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. So unless you're going into the family business, or, you know, just yeah, doing whatever exactly, doing yeah. whatever your friends are already into, mm -hmm. you have to feel like, oh, I have to go out on my own. However, I think when you reflect a little bit more and you make it further and you finally get to a place where you want to be, where you feel like you're not just struggling and fighting and whatever, mm -hmm. then you might see people were there helping you the whole time. It just felt like you had to be alone. But yeah. really, you, you don't. And... Um, or maybe not. Maybe everybody just dusted you. Mm -hmm. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know all the details of your background. 
But either way, it's nothing to be, you know, ashamed about. However, I think it would, it it will be interesting to see how that changes over time. Mm -hmm. And I would like to encourage you to uh, reflect a little and think about why that is a part of, you know, your idea of a good life, being alone specifically. Now, the animals, that's normal crazy, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, not alone because I have them. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know, as long as they can uh, keep you entertained, then I guess you're not alone. I think it's because, um, like, I feel super connected to plants and animals more than humans because it's like I don't even know myself. I don't even understand what I'm going through. Like, um. So, like, how can I even start to comprehend this one person? Or, like, even, like, not even comprehend, but, like, it's just hard to interact with people. Or, like, no, not even interact, but, like, just, like, connect with them, like, very deeply. Yeah. For me. I don't know. It's weird. Not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I used to be the ultimate loner i mean even now i'm still pretty good at it yeah (laughs) but but i don't have the attitude anymore and it's largely because of uh really really intense like um looking around reflecting Mm -hmm. noticing that like man there's always some kind of a support group one thing i've always been fairly good at is attracting mentors and attracting like really helpful peers Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, it's like I'm alone, but I'm never really alone because everywhere I go, I just recruit a new team. Yeah. And in that sense, I'm never, I'm, I'm less, I feel less alone than people who are kind of stuck in the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that traveling is going to do a lot for you because it seems like that really is something on your heart that you just can't you haven't reached yet you haven't experienced you know that level of self actualization yet mm-hmm. where it's like man i was dreaming about this when i was at that bullshit orientation <laughs> and now it's really happening fuck yeah. yeah i did it you have to experience that um hope to um have you read the book the four agreements the four humans agreements for agreements no i haven't read either of those books the four <laughs> humans or the four agreements <laughs> what are the four agreements um uh, okay one of them is or it's just like a self-help like self-actualization book or like transformation mm-hmm. like one of those because i read this one like my friend gave me a book called you are a badass do you feel like a badass I do. All right. Do you feel like a badass? I don't normally identify with that word. (laughs) I think for all practical purposes, yes. Yes. We're all badasses. But anyhow, the four agreements, the four agreements. The four agreements. Um, Let me think about that. Well, I guess they're not that important. Your point was that it's just a self-help book and you want to recommend it to me. Yeah. Actually, no, I was trying to bring up something I forgot. I'm sorry. I'll think about it. 
Okay, sorry about that. Yeah. Sometimes I jump from here to there without <laughs> no, really any me. clear uh, <laughs> direction. <laughs> that was a random ass question that I asked. Sorry. <laughs> Have you read the book? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't. I haven't really been reading um, as heavy. Well, that's not true. I read a lot every day, mm-hmm. but I don't read books. I read stuff online that teaches me how to do something that I want to do. Like? Like, um, I got a new computer, and I had to download... Um, I, I basically, I'm always downloading software. Uh-huh. Um, software for audio manipulation, software for um, making PDFs, software for this, software for that. And I'm constantly reading, like, oh, I want to make this software do this. How do I do it? And I have to read nine forums to get to something that's like barely a start and then watch seven YouTube videos and then try something and then get the error message and then Google the error message. So I'm constantly in those loops of like, how do you figure out how to fucking do this fucking shit? How do you get it? How do you do it? But then it's really nice when I do finish. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a couple of ideas written down um, for what I want to do next. But one of the big ones is like, take this, make my own... It's all right. This is gonna sound kind of stupid, but it's really cool. All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's this there's this software where you can write mathematical equations mm-hmm. and typesetting. So it's like you can. It's just really beautiful when you're finished. You can write regular English and then write the equation. Blah blah. blah but whatever. It's like professionals do it this way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to do it for my silly silly sheep chef stuff. But I want to make my sheep symbol and my chef symbol a part of the language of that software so that I just put in a command and then, yeah. and then that symbol comes up. That way I can put it in the same way I can put it in Greek letter. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't gone down the rabbit hole for that one yet, but like, it's something I'm really excited about. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. But so that's the type of reading I do. It's yeah. like this is how you figure something out or um I recently tried to read this book because um I like telling really bad jokes. And I found this Tell book. One. You want to hear the worst one? It involves me saying the B word. Sure. Okay. Your mom is so fat the bitch thought she was flat. What bitch? <laughs> Yeah, so it was bad. I didn't even realize it was bad in that way as well. But it's <laughs> it's actually a topology joke. It's a what joke? Uh, it's it's a joke that has to do with geometry. If something is really really big, then yeah. it can appear flat. I it's like know. a it's the same thing as like well, a tangent line or a derivative. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. That's why. Well, it's a, it's oh, bad. You have to explain it to me. It's no, it's bad because <laughs> it's to an audience that it's very unlikely anyone will understand that joke because on one hand it's a your mama joke and it involves bitch which is like street culture mm-hmm. and then on the other hand it's a topology joke that involves this thing that has to do with curves and tangent lines <laughs> and derivatives that's from a crowd that's not a part of street culture <laughs> so no matter where you, which angle you're coming from very few people will will get both sides yeah so there, that's like uh, uh, the number of people is like one or zero Mm-hmm. And for the worst bad jokes, it's always one person, the person who wrote the joke. They're the only ones who gets it. But the joke is like the string of ideas, and it's good or bad depending on how many people would be able to process that string of ideas and see what's funny about it. Yeah. 
Anyhow, um, the the original bad joke was from this book um, about this Russian mathematician that like solved this million dollar problem and then refused the money like a boss. And uh, it was talking about like he went to some super advanced elementary school and the teacher walks in. I'm butchering it. But the teacher walks in and says, uh, it's particularly nice today. And all the kids start laughing because it's like a math school. <laughs> so they, they thought particularly nice. No, it's like the average day. So it's not above average. It's exactly average. Uh-huh. So that's the joke. But again, to that audience of kids who's all, who are all like chefs at math at you know elementary school, mm-hmm. but they're in a college level, there's a really, really large number of them are autistic spectrum they don't re- they're looking at things literally. Yeah. So that's why it's a good joke because the way they process information, that small thing of particularly is the center of a really hilarious joke. Which really is about something mathematical, average versus above average. Because it most days it should be average. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, um yeah, and, and I liked that joke, and I liked that it was explained in the book. I didn't, when I read it, I didn't even get it. I was like, uh, okay, why are they laughing? <laughs> but when it, when it is understood, it is good, and these are the types of bad jokes that I like. That yeah. if you are, if, if you do understand the details, it is good, mm-hmm. but most people won't understand the details. So you write it, rather than writing it so that it has mass appeal, you write it so that it has the minimum of possible appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. As people say, inside jokes. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, you were thinking of something. Was I? Okay, I got something for you. <laughs> yeah. You ready? <laughs> yeah. What happens after we die? That like increased my blood pressure. All right, we don't have to discuss it. No, it's like, I don't know. Are you religious? Nope. Yeah. Although I do believe in my uh, equations. Yeah. <laughs> I think... No, that's a bad joke. <laughs> I believe in <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Death. Um, damn. I think that... I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know know really is the only true answer. Yeah. I do not know. Okay. I I would like to think that some part of me is like uh, spiritually like lived on. Or I do think that like Ah, oh, damn! I don't know. What we about just the die. Cows? That's what happens. We're dead. We're gone, huh? What about the cows? Does a part of the cow spiritually live on? Yes, of course. I think I don't know. That's hard. Is there a finite number of souls, or is it just adding up more and more and more every time someone's born? Hmm. That's something to think about. All right, let's let's move past this. All right, I don't want to. No, I don't want to. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to kill 
of this conversation. But uh, how about this? Relationships. Everybody loves relationships, right? Mm. <laughs> well, I guess you kind of went on a, a little bit of a um, rant about how you want to be alone. But no relationships, <laughs> okay? What What is... What is the ideal relationship to you? Is it like a friendship thing? Uh, or is it like a, you know, orgy, several people involved type of thing? Or just uh, being by yourself on a farm with shoes, shoes off? Relationships. I think. I think relationships are super important. Like, I think. Hmm. There are like different ways to con like connect with people and like huh. that's hard because like I just hate how important they are. I don't know. Or how like pressured or like I don't like wanting to define it yeah, or to define anything or like I don't know no that's pretty progressive yeah because I feel like there's too much importance on relationships or not even no I don't know but like on Twitter, like uh -oh. I got rid of Twitter. I got <laughs> Twitter. Oh my god! <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead on Twitter. I like it's just so funny to see like, like this is what you care about. Like this is what people are. Like, this is how you choose your time. I don't know, but like. <sighs> what about dating sites? What do you mean? What I think of them. Yeah, what do you think of them? Is this the way that humans should be interacting, or is there something fundamentally wrong? Oh. With clicks and swipes determining our Ooh. relationship destiny. That's why I got rid of all social media. All of it? Yeah. Because Not even Facebook? Facebook? Okay, I have Facebook, but just for school. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But um, it's just so... Nothing's real anymore, I think. Like, I've, like... When I was on Twitter, it was very, like, I was super image-obsessed. Of course, like, social media, with everything, with every person. Like, you're constantly comparing yourself to other people. And also with Twitter, I felt like it was bad because, like, it's literally your thoughts. And, like, you're not having a conversation with anyone. Like, I would look through, like, people's tweets and, like, I was like, this is something like you write in a diary or like, I don't know, like, mm. like even like the things that I would, I don't know. It was just interesting and it just fucked up with me. Do you keep a diary? I do. Nice. Yeah. I think it's really important to reflect. Well, you do too. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I've been keeping mine up. Um, for like over a year now, yeah. which isn't that long, but you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Mm -hmm. It's really good. But I think that's something everyone should do. Mm. 
Okay. I think, uh, especially after the death part of the <laughs> conversation, I think it's time to wrap things up. But I, I, I hope that uh, you don't take it as like a putting on the spot thing as yeah. much as it is like encouraging this type of thought and conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, um, I'm honestly, I'm grateful that you're here and like being open mm-hmm. and being relaxed and being yourself, you know, as yeah. opposed to someone else. <laughs> All right. <Okay. laughs> now, wait, wait, wait. It's time for the most important question in the, the universe. Most important question okay. in the universe. Uh, yeah. Birds. Or bees. What? Like my favorite? I'm gonna, I'm confused. Birds or bees. Are you asking my sexuality? <laughs> <laughs> what? Birds I'm or confused. bees. Um I don't understand. What are you asking? <laughs> This is what I'm asking you, all right? Okay. Birds or bees? Bees. That's right. The Chef of X podcast. Mmm, delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a quick message from our one and only sponsor, True Facts. True facts. We said it, therefore it's true. You know what's good? It's the young sheep. I just wanted to give a quick shout out and testimonial to my brothers at True Facts. You know what I'm saying? True Facts is the only online news source that I can trust. They already figured it out, man. They post real sh** only. The sh** I agree with, you know what I mean? You never got to worry about checking those sources with True Facts. They got it done. Plus, they got some real n****s and bad bitches working up in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shout out to True Facts. True Facts. We said it, therefore it's true.